This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Oh, and to the count. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. The ball game is over, and the road winning streak continues as the Phillies win their 11th straight road game. They've won the series with an 8 4 win over Tampa Bay. Well, last night we got great pitching. Tonight we got really good hitting and, and some clutch hitting. Stoddard had a big night. JT had a big night. Uh, the Marsh base hit uh, to get us up four was huge. Um, Castellanos home run. I mean, up and down the lineup. Constantly, you know. Well, it was a big night. For everyone, for the Phillies as they win again. Welcome on in. Midday show, Hugh Douglas, Joe Julia, Elliot in for Hugh again today on this Thursday. How are you doing, Elliot? Good they got the two baseball guys in here to do this. That's right. Yeah. No matter what the conversation is, we have the right people in here. Exactly. Baseball, yes. football, Phillies basketball. Phillies start winning. Get the baseball guys in. That's Time right. to talk Phillies. We said the Phillies are hot. Get Elliot in here. Right, we'll exactly. Get, we'll get to some Sixer stuff. The, the Dame situation just continues to evolve. Uh, Kyle Knubeck will join us later on the Sixers. And... Um, a lot of the Phillies today, Elliot, as they win again. So 11 straight road wins, and now this team is sitting at 46-39. and 39. It was just a little over a month ago. They lost a Friday night game in uh, Washington. They yep. got beat up against the Nationals, and it was like, man, this team's like seven games under 500. So since then, they're 12 games over 500 in that span. They've just been amazing over the last month or so. Been one of the best teams in baseball. And, Elliot, it's starting to feel just like last year, right? June arrived, and they got just super hot. Well, it's truly gotten to the point where I can speak for myself, but I'd imagine all Phillies fans, you're almost surprised when they lose. You know, even yeah. if, you know, you're, it's summer, you're out doing things, you're watching the game, maybe you're falling a little loosely, you check the score and you're just expecting them to win. And I think what's also cool about how they're winning is it's never the same way. It feels like different nights, it's different people contributing. You saw last night, Trey Turner with the big hit, obviously Castellanos uh, with the home run. Like they, they find different ways to do it, but you're right, they're just at a point now where I always expect them to win. 
Well, and and two one five five nine two nine four nine four. I think you're most people are like you right now. Like they're they're expecting the Phillies to win, and they've become one of the best teams in baseball again over the last month. And now, you know, we're not that far from the trade deadline. August first yeah. is a trade deadline, and we're gonna have a big uh, big station event around the trade deadline. And last year, Elliot, the Phillies they added. They got Noah Syndergaard, and they got Brandon March. But they didn't go like super all in, right? They didn't trade away all their best prospects. One of them, Logan O'Hoppy. But for the most part, they were kind of conservative. Like, yeah, we'll do some, and we'll get better, and we'll try to make a push. And it landed them in the World Series. But they didn't get the best player or players at the trade deadline last year. It just wasn't what they did. They didn't go all in. And now, I'm sure Dave Dombrowski is wondering what we're wondering right now, Elliot. Like, should they go all in at this trade? Is this team worth going all in for to win the World Series? Yeah, I think they absolutely are. And that's a big difference from where I was. I remember that night in Washington uh, where they ended it tied for last place in the division. And I'm looking up stats about how this is one of the worst starts the franchise has ever had coming off an appearance in the World Series. So I think we've seen a couple things with this team. One... It is hard to start a season coming off a year where you were in the championship. And that's something to remember for Eagles fans, maybe maybe later on. But aside from that, I think what we've also seen with this team is they are talented enough to make a deep run into postseason. We saw it do it last year. They're, I think we would all agree they are better this year than they were last year with how the pitching staff is. The bullpen is way better. Trey Turner has been on, hit, hit or miss, but ultimately I think the lineup is better than it was last year. So I'm at a point where I would be very disappointed if they don't go all in. This is what this Phillies team is. We're not doing this show in Tampa Bay where the biggest contract they've ever handed out is Zach Eflin. We're not doing this show in a small market. We're in Philadelphia. They have the fourth highest payroll in baseball. This isn't a hold on to your prospect team. This isn't a, oh man, maybe in three years Andrew Painter can be a number two starter. No, this team, A, is already all in. So the discussion of going all in, we have that answer. They are all in. The payroll is there. The big money signings are there. And they're not a young team. Up and down the lineup, they're almost all in their 30s. And I know 30s in baseball isn't exactly 30s in basketball or football, but these are not 27, 26-year-old guys where the future is ahead of them. Their prime is right now, if not arguably, some of these guys at the end of their prime. And it'll be not often where we talk about a Phillies team that has this good of a bullpen, this type of starting pitching, and this type of lineup. It would be foolish not to go all in. And we talk often before trade deadlines, like the players need to make management believe they should do it. Yep. That's what they're doing. They're winning all the time. They're beating good teams. They're beating bad teams. They're winning on the road. They're winning at home. They're doing everything for management to say, yeah, I should invest in this team. So I would be very disappointed if at that event we're doing, if it's a boring day and nothing happens. Well, I think everyone would be disappointed if they don't do something. And they'll do something. Really, it's about going on. And and here's what we mean by that. Like, when we say that, it means no prospect is untouchable, right? Like, anybody, even Andrew Painter, who's one of the top ten prospects in baseball. So, So here's how I view it, Elliot. I... I do not think this team is worth going on. I, I I look at it similar to last year. Like, yes, they're good. And I think they're probably going to be a playoff team now. It's the first time in about, I don't know, like a month and a half. I'm starting to feel like they're going to make the playoffs. But I, I think we have to recognize something that we just ignore because they did it last year. They're not going to win their own division. They're they're not going to win. I don't think that matters. Well, but it does for this extent. So the Braves are going to win the division, right? Yes. They're 11 and a half up. It's, even, it's crazy as great as the Phillies have played. The Braves have been just as good. If I think they've lost ground over the yeah. last month. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. So, like, we're asking them again to win three rounds in the playoffs just to get all the way to the World Series. It's hard. Like, I... It's hard for me to say any team that's not going to win their division is worth going all in for because the baseball postseason, we saw it last year, it's a total crapshoot. So they could do it, right? There's no reason the Phillies couldn't do it again. 
But I would feel better about this if it was if the Phillies were in the brave spot. If they had if they we knew they were winning the division, I'd say, yeah, I mean, look, you only have to win two rounds to get to the World Series. You're gonna be the number one seed. Go for it. I just feel like it's a roll the dice if they could get to the World Series again. They're probably gonna make the playoffs, but if they're a wild card team, that's a lot to invest in a crapshoot. Yeah, but every year is a crapshoot. Last year, if we were doing the show in Atlanta, we would and you know Hugh was on the show last well, year, literally, yeah. right? Hugh would have probably been saying for the Braves, "Go all in, you're yeah. going to win." Good morning, right? Atlanta. There it is. He would have finally gotten that right. <laughs> that that would have been a time where you go, "Yeah, the Braves are great. Right? Yeah. This is a team to invest in." What happened? The Phillies got hot and they beat them. So I understand your point about how it's a crapshoot, but I also think what the postseason showed last year was. Don't worry about what's around you. Don't worry about where you're at in the standings. Don't worry about the idea of maybe having to go to San Diego. What you should worry about is how good is your current team? And the Phillies are a good current They're team. Good. I, I, you know, I hesitate to say very good. They're playing very good right now. I think they have to show over a longer stretch like that they're a very good team. But what they are is they're a team that is worth investing in. And they're a team that perhaps most importantly, we spent all day yesterday talking about a Sixers team that was better in the regular season than the Phillies have been this year. They win every year. They always make the playoffs, have the MVP. But what's the Sixers' biggest concern that I heard for four hours and I've heard for you know maybe four years? They don't win in the postseason. The Phillies are a team that now, while they don't make it all the time, last year they showed when they're in the postseason, they're a team to bet on. You're right that it's a roll of dice with them, but last year they showed when they rolled that dice more than often, they got what they needed. They have clutch players. They have an ace in Zach Wheeler that has made big-time postseason starts, and they have players in the lineup that are ready and prepared for this postseason run. Andrew Painter is not going to help them beat Atlanta. Andrew Painter is not going to help them win three straight uh, road series this year. It's just he's not going to. Frankly, he might not even help them next year or the year after. This team is talented enough right now to do it. I don't care about the odds. I know the lineup and the team is good as is, so I only want to add to it. Well, and and this kind of feeling is what the Phillies did, you know, 10, 12, 14 years ago, right? Like, they, they started to go more all-in as those years went on, and ultimately it didn't work. Right? They only won the World, one World Series in 08. But then we saw what happened 2012, 2013. Like, they fell off a cliff. Like, th- this is Dave Dombrowski. If I had to guess, Elliot, I think Dave Dombrowski would probably agree with you. He's an all-in guy. He's a, he's a go-for-it guy. But when Dave Dombrowski— I think Middleton would agree as well. I think you're right. But when, when Dave Dombrowski leaves teams, they get really bad really fast. It happened in Miami, which probably wasn't all his fault. It happened in Detroit. It's happened in Boston, where they've had some trouble since he left. That could happen here. Like, Logan O'Hoppy last year, if it's Andrew Painter this year— are we okay with them going for it, like really going all out, and then two years from now they're not a good baseball team? Because that's that's possible. It's possible, but I think that they, they're already past that point. We're going to spend all day talking about Andrew Painter, and I know that there's other prospects that are – But you he's know, you the can guy, be, yeah. He's the guy, but it's one guy. You know, like he is the one piece that you hope that becomes a number two or an ace or something like that. But the Phillies are not a small market team. The Phillies, I would be surprised in my lifetime or, you know, in the next 10, 15 years – if Hopefully the, you live beyond I, that. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Maybe I won't do the lifetime thing. Although after yesterday, maybe some callers would, would agree with that. But regardless. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think the Phillies are always, they have now 
past the line into a big market team. They're not going to win by developing the farm system and bringing guys up slowly. That's just not how I think they're going to win. So to get to to reach the goals when you've already spent, you know, 250 million or whatever it is on this year in payroll, then you have to keep adding. Now to all of a sudden go to a farm system and say that's how I'm going to win, you can't be half in both ways. You're either going to be a team that spends big and goes and gets guys like Goldschmidt and goes and gets guys at the deadline that can help you win, or you're going to be a farm system team. The Phillies are very clearly the other one. They're right. a team that spends, and the teams that spend, the team like the Yankees, the Dodgers, what the Dodgers last year, didn't they go out and get Trey Turner at the deadline? That's what big market teams do. They don't sit here and go, well, this prospect's going to be good in two years. Well, they well they don't. And a couple of those prospects, the Dodgers traded are now good players for the Nationals. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Last thing on this, because I, I think it's really interesting. Like, are, is this Phillies team worth going all in at the trade deadline? And and when we say that, we mean like putting Andrew Painter out there and be willing to trade anyone to make them better. Elliot, they're a good team. They've come around here. There's a lot of reasons for optimism. But the reason they made the World Series last year wasn't because of their roster depth. It wasn't because of Dave Dombrowski. It was because Bryce Harper was the best hitter in the world for, you know, four weeks or three mm-hmm. weeks. Is that Bryce Harper coming back this year? Because I, I feel like it's – I'm, I'm really happy they're playing well, and they, have a ch- they certainly look like a playoff team right now. But if he doesn't turn back into the guy he was last year, they're not going back to the World Series. Like, they could trade Andrew Painter. They could do this. They could do that. They need the real Bryce Harper – who hasn't been here since he came back. So I think you're focusing too much on Bryce. If you look at the full lineup, Castellanos, I'm not saying he's been Bryce of last year. But he's been very good. But Castellanos, he's an all-star. He's arguably been, I don't know, just as good or close to as good as Bryce has ever been in a Phillies uniform, or at least on that same kind of tier. So you have an elite hitter in the lineup that you think can carry you if needed. We know Schwarber is a clutch postseason hitter. He's won everywhere he's been. And it's not a coincidence that they've started to win once he's back in the leadoff spot. Trey Turner... Not turned it around completely, but it, but is you know hitting okay. If you look at this lineup compared to last year, there's a lot more guys that they can lean on. It's more than, talent on this than, team. than they had last yeah. year. But also the thing I kept thinking when you were talking about Bryce was how did they acquire Bryce? They signed him. They spent. They went and got him. The real question today is what's the best way for this Phillies team to add talent? And that is absolutely not counting on the farm system. It is counting on the trade deadline and adding money with your wallet. Like, that's how they're going to win. Yeah, and they could do it. 215-592-9494. i tell you how, Ben. The Phillies are red hot. They're in a playoff spot right now. Is this team worth going all in with at the trade deadline, which is less than a month away? Kyle, what are you feeling on this as the Phillies have really played their best baseball again June into July, just like last year? Yeah, of course they should go all in. They've proven over the last month and I guess up to this point in the season that – they are again a World Series contender. Right? They're five, uh, seven games over five hundred, and now firmly in control of a playoff spot. I mean, they're not behind anybody. They could just keep winning, and and they get the playoff spot. So they're in control, and the arrow is still pointing up on the season. And uh, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm seeing the Harper thing like it's about to tip. It I, might. I, I think the I think we are about to see nuclear powerful Bryce Harper. I, I really do think that's coming. If you're not going all in right now, I'm not sure when you ever do. I, I mean, I, I know the main piece in this discussion is Andrew Painter, and I love him in a, as a, a prospect, but that's what he is. I mean, he's a prospect. He could end up sucking for all we know. I mean, how many prospects have we seen that happen to? So I, I'm with Elliot. Like, what kind of a message does it send one to the fans, if you don't go all in on this season after just going to the World Series and now, you know, you add Trey Turner, you add other pieces. Like, this team went into this season with expectations, and I know I set them personally, of going and actually finishing the job and winning the World Series. So what kind of a message do you send to your fans if you don't go all, all in on this team? And then think about the flip side. 
is what kind of a message does it send to the players in the locker room? If you flip Andrew Painter and bring in a guy like Paul Goldschmidt, like that's telling the guys in the locker room, like, go win the freaking World Series this season. I think that's something that, that could be a big boost for this team going into the playoffs. So, like, I, I just, like, if you're not going to go all in right now, I have no idea when you ever do. Yeah, but maybe it's not smart to ever go all the way in. Like, did the best teams all, like, go all in at the trade deadline? Like, you have to be smart about it. Like, just go to the Eagles for a second. How often does Howie Roseman trade really high picks in a season? Not often, right? Like, he'll trade a third-round pick here, a fourth-round pick there. It's just, like, really this is a matter of, is this the year to just go for it, or is it about sustained winning? Because Andrew Painter, he's just the example because he's a top prospect. He helps you more to sustain winning, right? If he becomes mm-hmm. what the Phillies think, he could be up here, I don't know, September next year, and for six years you have a really good pitcher. If you get whoever, whoever the big player that you go after the trade deadline, Paul Goldschmidt or whatever, that could be for two months or maybe a year and a half. So I'm happy you brought up the Eagles because we would never in a million years have this discussion on if the Eagles should go all in. Everyone would agree with yes, this current yes. Eagles team. You'd say yes. You would go all in. Yesterday, we talked about the Sixers. Your main argument for trading for Lillard all is in. you have a better chance of going all in. And it's ironic we only ever do it with baseball with prospects when arguably prospects are the least valuable in baseball. It, yes, is it nice to have a cost-controlled player? It's nice if you're Tampa Bay or Oakland or that team. The Phillies don't really have to benefit from cost-controlled players. They have an owner who spends. So while Andrew Painter could come up and be a number two or number one, and it would be awesome to have him making, I don't know, 800000 whatever prospects like that make, it doesn't really matter. The Phillies can just go sign a guy that can give you what Andrew Painter does. They can just go trade for a guy, and that's what you do. The fact that it's even a discussion that a team that was just – up 2-1 to one in the World Series before absolutely collapsing. But up 2-1, to one, there should be no debate. There's no talk of the future right now. The time is now. Like We would never have this discussion about the Eagles. We would never have it about the Sixers. To have it about the Phillies, I think, is just overvaluing prospects. Well, maybe it is. It's also, I think, the history, right? Because the, the Phillies have peaks and valleys. Like I think we just trust the—I just trust, I trust the Eagles more. Like there's, When Howie's here, they'll have sustained winning— the Phillies don't know how to do that. Like they, I mean, look about their history. Like they, they're good for five or six years, and then they just die for a decade. So I, that's part of my thinking. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Is this Phillies team worth going all into the trade deadline and adding something big to go win a World Series this year? Elliot says yes. I, I say no. And it, for for me, it's it's a couple things. One, it's about the Phillies and the way they operate. It, like just, they never sustain winning for a really long time. And two, I'm just not sure a wild card team in baseball is worth doing that for. Like. Think about it. They can't win their division. Isn't it crazy? Like, we feel so strong about that they can win the World Series. But there's no one can, would say right now with a straight face, I think they can win the division. It's nuts. Yeah, but the but again, I think you're focusing too much on the teams around you. Focus on how good this team is and how good adding to this roster would be. I agree. They're not going to win the they're division. Not. Which not. means their path to the postseason is harder. absolutely harder. But it would be easier if they added a Goldschmidt or if they went out and added to the rotation or add another bullpen piece. Yep. The tough task ahead of them gets easier. And for this management, spending money to make the, the problem easier and go away is the only way for them to win. Yeah, it might be. 215-592-9494. I just I, forget winning the division. Like, who cares about winning the because division? Because it's harder but, to get to the World well, Series. That's fine. But we just did that last season. And I like the idea of this Phillies team going into the playoffs sort of as the loose team. Like, the, we say we go into a series in Atlanta. Atlanta's the team with everything to lose. They're going to have the best record in the NL, probably. And it's going to be, look, oh, the Phillies knocked us out of the playoffs last year. I like being that team. And I like starting out on the road where you can possibly get one win and then go home and clean it out at Citizens Bank Park. Like, this is something that I think is unique to the Phillies, but I think it's almost advantageous to us 
to go in as the underdog in those maybe, series. Maybe, maybe it is. I'm just saying, like, it, it seems like we're very comfortable trading six years. And and you're right, Elliot. They could acquire, they could sign pitchers. And and the cost control thing doesn't matter that much. But like, what if Andrew Painter's the best pitcher in baseball for five years? They 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 might trade that for two playoff games. Like the first round is a best of three, right? I mean, they beat the Cardinals 2-0 last year. Like they could trade for a star tomorrow, and he's here for two playoff games. That's it. Yeah, but Andrew Painter could also never pitch in a Phillies I, uniform. You're right. And you just said, what if he's the best pitch, best pitcher in baseball? They just signed what many considered maybe the best player in baseball this past offseason. Yeah. The Phillies have ways of acquiring talent that does not matter with the farm system. It's fun to follow what's happening in Reading. It's a cool story if they're homegrown. Ultimately, it does not matter. This team is bigger than that. The, the, the farm system is irrelevant for the Phillies at this point. What matters is spending money, silly money, like, uh, like Middleton. Stupid money. Stupid money, like, like Middleton said. That's how they're going to win, and that's how they have to approach this deadline. Not about worrying about the future. Spending for right now. Well, you know what? With Dombrowski and Middleton, your, your side of this might be what happens. Let's go to the phone lines here. Mike is up first on the mid- Midday Show. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, how Mike. What do you think, buddy? Hey, so I was uh, listening to you guys talk about, you know, trading Andrew Painter uh, and maybe getting, like, a like a big name in return. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to follow teams like the Braves and maybe not the Dodgers, but specifically the Braves. All of their talent come from their system. Not all of them, but a good 95% of the guys they got. Yeah, I mean, and Mike, even before you go on, even a guy field. even a guy like Matt Olson, who's, I think, got 29 home runs now, their first baseman, they traded for him using their prospects. So, like... The whole team is built around their farm system. Exactly. Their farm system is a, an elite showing of how to build a baseball team. Now, I'm not saying that we should copy that exactly, but trading somebody like Andrew Painter is trading away years of elite pitching for such a cheap price. Yeah, but I, the, 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 the cheap price too. thing to me is just – it's a nice thing, but I think it's letting management off the hook. It does matter a little bit, though. Like – but like, there's no, there's no true, there's the no hook. true salary cap. You're right. Though. There isn't. It's not like football or or, or, or basketball. basketball where it's beneficial to have cap. But the control. Phillies, I'm sure they have a cap and like their own, right? Like yeah. whether it's 300 million. So if Painter costs only a million next year, like that gives them more money to spend on other players. No, I get that, yeah. but exactly. I, just, I, it's not as advantageous as I think you're making it out to be. It's helpful, but it's not a massive advantage like it is in basketball or football. Sure. But imagine Andrew Painter being our five and then having four. I don't know who would be the four, but four elite guys that you're able to pay big money because your last guy who's also elite is making a million dollars next year. So, Mike, year I, after, I think year after. Mike, I think you're you're making good points, and I agree overall with your philosophy on building a team. My question for you is just, are you willing to go down that path when it means not helping the team this year? Painter is not going to help this team this year. More than likely, might not help the team next year. So you you are willing to to wait on that as opposed to adding to a team that, I guess I don't know how you feel about it, but more than likely, you probably believe has a chance to win this year. I, I, think, the, I think the team has a great chance to win this year. And I'm not saying that we don't trade at all. You know, we have a top 30 prospect also in McAble who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think is a bigger question mark than Andrew Painter because we have been able to see a little bit more Painter, at least I did in spring training and stuff. Yeah. But that was really it. But with Abel, you know, that guy's another big arm that we are able to move. Like, uh, we're able to go out and get a guy like Marcus Stroman, who's on an expiring contract, using Abel uh, and using a little bit more of our lower-end prospects. I think that would be a great idea. And we have a great relationship trading with the Cubs, you know, getting David Robertson last year. You know, that was a great move at the end of the deadline, trading one of another starting pitching prospect that was never going to work out with us. Uh, so I think, you know, being able to find a guy uh, and move him for the right piece is definitely Dave Dombrowski's job right now. Well, it and is, and, and it will determine – and here's the thing, and Mike, we appreciate it. I mean, Elliot, what Dombrowski does over the next 
four weeks is to determine the rest of this season, but yeah. also the next three or four years of Phillies baseball. I mean, it, it's it, and his mo is aggression. That's what he does. And I, I thought last year he, I thought he could have done more. Actually, I thought Syndergaard was kind of like a blah trade. Yeah, that it was they a made. nothingness. It now was, Marsh ended up being a great sign, sure. a great trade, but it certainly wasn't an all-in big money investment. It wasn't. Though. There were bigger names out there this year. Maybe they go for two one five five nine two ninety four ninety. If we'll come back at all your phone calls here, Phillies red hot. They win two straight in Tampa. And we're wondering, should they go completely all in, whatever it takes? And that includes trading Andrew Painter. I say no, it's not worth it for a crapshoot of a playoffs. Elliot says yes, the time is now. We need to get some. also give some props here to Rob Thompson. He called his shot in a big way, and he, he kind of clowned Eskin on the way to doing it. You guys got to love that. Yeah, you got to hear this next. Two one good at math. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.